Hey y'all, it's Erin from the Underground Railroad. You are tuning in to another great show on the 4-Eyed Radio Network. To listen to more of this show and other great shows, tune in to www.4eyedradio.com. That's right, kids. This is your good pal, Steve-O, from 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk about a great person. Now, think about it. Who are you going to call when your logo looks like shit? You want a kick-ass logo. You want people to see your logo and go, you know what? That's an awesome logo. I wonder who did that logo. Well, I'll tell you who could do your logos for you. Check out Raven Designs. Special care of your work. Special inquiries? Check her out. She's got everything. Ravencruise.com is the place to go because you want a kick-ass logo. You want to stand above the rest. I guarantee it. You hear this song in the background? You know these guys have a kick-ass logo. It's a recognizable logo. And I guarantee it if Raven was back in that time period, she probably would have made it for them. And they would have been like, hells yeah, people know who we are because we got Raven Designs behind us. Check out Ravencruise.com if you want a kick-ass logo for business cards. Maybe you want to put it on a car. These guys did. Maybe you want to put it uh, on your building. You want something kick-ass. You want something that people can see and just go, this is awesome. Check out ravencruise.com. And you know what? Do it. Do it right now. You got nothing else going on for you right now. Get a kick-ass logo. Check out her artwork, Raven Cruise. Hey, y'all. It's Aaron from the Underground Railroad. You are tuning in to another great show on the 4-Eyed Radio Network. To listen to more of this show and other great shows, tune in to www.4eyedradio.com. That's right, kids. This is your good pal, Steve-O, from 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk about a great person. Now, think about it. Who are you going to call when your logo looks like shit? You want a kick-ass logo. You want people to see your logo and go, you know what? That's an awesome logo. I wonder who did that logo. Well, I'll tell you who could do your logos for you. Check out Raven Designs. Special care of your work. Special inquiries? Check her out. She's got everything. Ravencruise.com is the place to go because you want a kick-ass logo. You want to stand above the rest. I guarantee it. You hear this song in the background? You know these guys have a kick-ass logo. It's a recognizable logo, and I guarantee it if Raven was back in that time period, she probably would have made it for them. And they would have been like, hells yeah, people know who we are, because we got Raven Designs behind us. Check out ravencruise.com if you want a kick-ass logo for business cards. Maybe you want to put it on a car. These guys did. Maybe you want to put it uh, on your building. You want something kick-ass. You want something that people can see and just go, this is awesome. Check out ravencruise.com. And you know what? Do it. Do it right now. You got nothing else going on for you right now. Get a kick-ass logo. Check out her artwork, ravencruise.com. Dot com.
welcome back to a brand new episode of Codename Site Omega. Of course, I am joined back with our uh, lovely, lovely permanent co-host, uh, Simon. <laughs> and uh, big stuff has happened, but before we jump into that, let's talk about... Actually, we did pretty good. Uh, if you haven't seen already, we did about 627 listens. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty good for a bi-weekly uh, podcast. Um, of course, you can find us at facebook.com backslash cod site omega cast. Give us a uh, feel free to give us a like. Also, follow us on Twitter at site omega. And uh, of course, you can find us on social Acro studios, forehead radio network.com, uh, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide. Double Twist, YouTube, Swab Radio, SoundCloud, and Player FM. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes if you like to. Feel free to drop us a comment. And we're also brought to you by Raven's Designs, illustrations and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit ravencruise.com. And uh, so this has been not even a week. I think we just got done recording, I think, episode three. Mm-hmm. And then... San Diego Comic Con happened. Yep, and we pretty much got all this news. Um, yep. We did you get a chance to read a bunch of any of this stuff? And, oh uh, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, then I'm gonna let you take the uh, take the helm. <laughs> okay. And uh, what 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 good news did we hear about upcoming Godzilla films? All right. Well, uh, of course I don't have anything in front of me, so everything's getting pulled from memory. But from what I can remember. Uh, it's looking like they're trying to bring back a lot of the uh, Godzilla's old kind of nemeses. Uh, they want to bring Rodan back. Uh, they want to bring back King Ghidorah. They want to bring back Mothra. Um, so those are just the three big names so far that they've kind of released. Uh, and so far it sounds like they're actually trying to get those three uh, monsters you know, back into Godzilla. Which I am stoked for. <laughs> yeah, it was just funny because we were just talking about... Um, I'll have to check our Twitter feed to see if anybody actually answered our monster question of the week. I'm going to say no because I didn't see anything on Facebook. But then again, I also didn't really check Twitter because I'm, I'm cool like that. I don't yep. keep up on my tweets. But yep. uh, we were just talking about like what monsters we'd like to see revamped in the oh, new yeah. thing. And I believe we did mention Rodan, Mothra, and King Ghidorah. And sure yep. enough... Godzilla sequel to feature Rodan, Mothra, and King Ghidorah. Yep. Um, so, like Kyle and I said from uh, Longbox Cast, we were talking about how it looks like I seem to have the uh, pulse on this nerd community where I predict <laughs> things before they happen. Yep. Um, so, okay, I will ask you this though: um, if we're gonna get, so if we get three new monsters mm-hmm. in this next Godzilla movie, how are we gonna introduce them all with enough time to actually have them battle without giving us a huge backstory? on most of these characters well i was kind of uh thinking about that it's it's kind of the beauty of godzilla and godzilla's monsters backstory can be kept to a minimum simply because so many people are there to see godzilla beat the crap out of you know whoever he's fighting uh i mean if you look at this newest movie the mutos got a footnote of introduction um, it was mostly humans. That's right. I mean, it, it was pretty much... Com- the first half was almost completely Brian Cranston. The middle act was almost completely his son, who, again, I just I don't remember the name of. Kick-Ass. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Kick-Ass. So then, that was it. And then the end, you had Godzilla pulling off a phenomenal third act. But 
uh, Kick-Ass was still right there, right along Godzilla. So, I mean, this newest movie proves that even if uh, they don't spend a lot of time on uh, establishing the backstories, you can still have a very successful movie with four big big name monsters that is true now do you think they're going to pull it into well obviously we kind of already can see where mothra might come from because they already kind of teased us in the newer version of the godzilla movie basically maybe because of the nuclear war the fallout all this kind of stuff so we can get an idea of where mothra is probably going to come from yeah uh i don't know if they're going to introduce the twins whole weird thing where it's all like these kind of yeah where they have like that weird psychic connection thing yeah that'd be a really kind of weird thing to do on an american audience especially american audience that just was like (laughs) we got a good godzilla movie and then they're like what the hell is this yeah um do you think they're going to fall into the same category where these monsters were created by basically us with nuclear weapon testing or these things were just living underground and they're all just starting to pretty much um get out of their hibernation i don't know i think it'd be really interesting to go the route of they've always been here um it kind of feeds into that whole mythos of all these creatures hearkening back to like some bygone age or uh, an ancient time you know um basically these guys were super dinosaurs and they just went dormant and now they're back i mean that's it'd be a really cool kind of idea to explore um simply because uh i don't know if the whole back in the day you could say oh nuclear radiation or something did this and everyone would be like oh man radiation that stuff's scary nowadays we're a lot more of the idea of like, well, radiation can do some scary stuff, but not that scary. Yeah, not that scary. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it, it's, it's not um, it's not a fiction that people will buy into very readily anymore. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I'm curious if they're going to, because the rumor has it, the director was talking about how he kind of wants to do like a uh, Destroy All Monsters kind of movie. Oh, man. Um, where basically this might be the ground laying the groundwork for it, where it's like we're going to get three monsters, and then maybe these monsters won't necessarily be killed off. They might yeah. just be defeated. Or, like we said, like uh, King Ghidorah could get one of his heads ripped off, and then in the next movie he's back with a mechanical one, yeah. so on and so forth. Uh, but they were in talks with, like, do you think they might do the thing where Godzilla, you know, he fights Mothra, he fights Rodan, he's kicking their asses and some of that, and then King Ghidorah comes out, it's way too strong for him, and then he has to actually team up with the other two foes of his. I, I really think so, because, again, um, I really, really think Godzilla is no longer seen as a monster, uh, kind of a destructive force. He's much more seen as humanity's protector um, yeah even if it is only because he's kind of the balance you know um i really liked how they made him they you know even called him uh the balancing force nature has yeah. an order to it and when it gets out of whack mother nature is basically like godzilla go you know clean yeah. up this mess <laughs> or is it more like uh chaos theory where yeah. uh, jurassic park where you're like uh, nature will uh, find a way yeah exactly uh, kind of thing so i'm super stoked i think this is a good idea um which is weird this is the first time i've heard like someone throwing a bunch of like usually everyone complains about that with superhero movies they're like you got way too many villains yeah. in this movie and this is the first time i've heard that they're throwing in three monsters and everybody's fine with it oh yeah yeah well, I think if it's it's a matter of making the stakes very simple. Uh, Pacific Rim did it very well because they basically said uh, it's us or them. It was a completely black and white issue where humans win with their cool Jaegers or the kaiju win with mm-hmm. their really cool kaiju. <laughs> 
So there was no let's lean one way, let's lean not like let's look at the options. You know, they kept the stakes very simple. In the new Godzilla movie, they did the exact same thing. They basically said the mutos are here. Um, they're trying to restart their population, and if that happens, it's gonna you know it spells doom for humanity. Yes. Godzilla shows up, you know, gives them the old, gives them the people's elbow, destroys thing, cool, awesome fire. <laughs> yeah, basically so. Uh, and solves the issue. If they decide to throw three monsters into the next film, it, again, if they keep it very simple, they can't go wrong. Just to make the stakes the same, go about it in a different way. But it's us or them type thing. Yes, yes. Which, again, we did mention, like, since Legendary Pictures does own Pacific Rim and Godzilla. And we did also talk about something else (laughs) that also we found out that uh, it's not a sequel, per se, but it is a prequel of King Kong. They are redoing King Kong, though, but I have a feeling King Kong might be actually the same size of Godzilla in this movie. Yeah. If Legendary Pictures is playing their cards right, and who knows, we might actually get to see the actual reboot of Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah. Which is weird, though, now, because in our eyes, Godzilla is a hero. Yep. So unlike in Japan and America back in the day, where there was basically that rumor of the original Godzilla versus King Kong, where it was supposed to be like two different versions of the film was released king kong one in the american version and yeah. godzilla one in the japanese, japanese version yep. but technically they both just kind of fell in the water which is actually a really funny story about that actual movie they actually never thought about king kong it was actually going to be godzilla versus the frankenstein monster <laughs> um and not too many people know this. It's really weird because there's parts in the movie where uh, King Kong all of a sudden gets supercharged by electricity. You're like, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But when you find out about this, apparently Dr. Frankenstein constructed a huge monster to battle God, uh, yeah. Godzilla in this thing. And then they realize, like, I don't know if this is going to sell well. Let's see <laughs> if we can get King Kong or something like that. So that's when they so basically they just kind of took the Frankenstein monster out and then put uh, God, uh, King, King Kong, Kong in. Yep. And they really didn't change the storyline. They're like, no. yeah, yeah, uh, King Kong could get uh, powers from electricity. See, that makes sense yep. for lightning. So Totally. So we'll see what happens. I think yep. uh, a lot of good things are coming for the monster genre. Now, I'm curious now, with the reboot of Godzilla being so successful, all these new monsters being introduced, do you think they're actually going to attempt to do a Gamera reboot? I would like to see... I am a huge fan of Kaiju. And mm-hmm. it's funny, because growing up, I didn't even know that's what they were called. Yeah. I just... Kaiju didn't enter my vocabulary until about three years ago-ish, um, and I heard it in reference to Godzilla. I asked what it was, and all of a sudden this whole new world was just like opened up before my very eyes, and it was wonderful, and, and uh, I felt like an eight-year-old kid again. So was it like Aladdin, a whole new world? Oh, God, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> the word kaiju entering my vocabulary was the equivalent of the magic carpet entering Aladdin's life. It was just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, oh, yeah, it's shining, shimmering splendor everywhere. I don't think I've ever heard that ever used to describe a Godzilla film. Yet, I, though I have used it in the bedroom, yep, but exactly. it's a different story. That's a different kind of kaiju. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, um, anyway, uh, huge kaiju fan, and if they started doing more films in that vein, oh, I'm totally on board. If they... 
and and it's uh it's funny because it it really does open up into that kind of mecca sort of thing as well i mean guillermo del toro did it fantastically mm-hmm. with pacific rim he wanted awesome big robots awesome giant monsters for them to fight yes and it worked amazingly i mean that movie was one of the most successful releases of the year yes um if they keep feeding into that i promise you it, they can't go wrong with it it's a simple concept and with the technology we have today, it's a lot easier to pull off and make it believable. It's it's a you know, it's basically a license to print money at this point. No, and I t- I uh, I highly agree. I think it's a great idea just because look at the look at the superhero franchise right oh, now. Oh, I mean, God. we've had a couple of superhero movies in the past, and it wasn't until I think maybe the success of Iron Man and probably the X Men yep. really just kind of started molding this universe. And now it's like every year we're getting yeah. a new superhero movie. Yep. So I think if Legendary Pictures is smart and they keep kind of if they keep doing it smart, you can't just yeah. plow us with a bunch of monster films, or else we're yeah. gonna be like, what? Um, I think we're finally ready because we've had to deal with, and I think actually with the new reboot of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers coming out, they're jumping on board at this perfect <laughs> time because they're like Power Rangers apparently is huge still. I have n- that is amazing to me, but pretty pretty cool at the same time you know and to me them going hey godzilla did well pacific rim did well i think it's time for a power rangers movie yep. why not let's go for yep. it so um just hopefully legendary pictures isn't doing power rangers because then we might have a weird mashup coming up soon where it's all like pacific rim godzilla a mighty morphin power rangers <laughs> and camera join us for this holiday special yep oh, like man. oh no you went too far i feel like at this point in time uh every studio exec understands that a holiday special is just a bad idea <laughs> you know what i'm actually for any franchise <laughs> i'm actually waiting for for disney to re-release that for the holiday season yeah <laughs> and they can literally do it by going star wars holiday special get it before it goes back in the disney vault and yep. it's like it was never there yep. what are you talking about disney <laughs> um, disney doesn't care no disney does not disney care. yeah no disney has no consideration for you or your opinions um <laughs> yes pretty much <laughs> i'll run everything into the ground um, but yeah so big big news for godzilla i think we're not seeing a sequel of godzilla until maybe 2016 i don't know it's uh 16 or 17 i know okay, yeah because i know they grabbed the director and writer of the godzilla movie to start working on the next x-men movie as well yep. with brian singer which that's a no-brainer idea it's like hey you did a great movie why don't you join me on this one yep um of course then you have uh pacific rim will be coming out uh number two is that that's probably going to come out either see i don't think they're going to release him in the same year though Godzilla no. too. they probably won't they'll probably split that up and yeah. get a bunch of money for legendary pictures so hopefully legendary pictures um look you had the batman for franchise mm-hmm. you did well with that yeah you now have pacific rim obviously now became a franchise yeah. and godzilla is becoming a franchise so yeah. you have so i will say legendary pictures you guys are the um the monster movie makers right now yeah definitely uh, so definitely. don't screw it up and yeah definitely get a gamera movie <laughs> in the works i oh, think a gamera movie would be fantastic yeah, yeah hell yeah and, and and again like i said it, it's it's really feeding into this um you know, people want to root for the monsters. We want to root for uh, not even the bad guy. We just want to root for something that is uh, overwhelmingly powerful. We're we're really big into forces of nature right now. Yes. Um, Pacific Rim, uh, the Jaegers. I mean, the very 
opening of that film, there's a part where uh, Charlie Hunnam's character even says, if uh, you see a tornado or a hurricane running coming, you have to run out of the way. Mm. But in a Jaeger, you can stand up against the hurricane. You can fight and you can win. Yes. And I so immediately we were invested in the Jaegers because they were, you know, this all-powerful thing. I mean, never mind that the opening scene then shows Gypsy Danger get the shit kicked out of it by that knife-headed uh, yeah. kaiju. <laughs> but, you know, Which actually it, reminds me of a Gamera monster. Yeah. There's that one that has actually that huge oh, blade in yep, its yep, head. So, yep. um, so yeah, um, but people now really, I don't know why it is, but maybe it's just a bunch of kids like me who finally grew up and have some disposable income, and now they're like, come on, let's see you know, some cool monsters. Well, it's true. I mean, if you're able to do it correctly, and give it to us at a you know you can't like dumb it down for us i mean we're all adults here like that's the funny part is is like that's how uh, i mean i enjoyed the movie but it is was geared more towards kids was the very first uh avengers movie yeah like it's got its action it's got its humor it's got all stuff but it's really dizzy was like we're gonna make a buttload of money and now rumor has it with the sequel it's a little bit darker a little bit of things but already i mean the one movie i just saw this weekend which i we already talked about on Longbox cast was guardians of the galaxy yep a best movie i've seen all summer oh yeah and already yep. you're sitting there watching and realizing this is a disney movie yeah and they got away with a lot of stuff in oh that yeah movie. so yep. it's uh you know, it's you also have to look at it from you know, and everybody who can go see a movie—that's what I like about these movies—is like you able to jump in and be like, okay, whether or not you know anything about the movie, if you can just jump in and enjoy it, you guys did a great job. Yeah. So, but we'll see what happens. I mean, there's a lot of ideas going on right now, uh, especially Godzilla. Uh, you got you know, would ever happen, or yeah, if it were to happen, now would be the best time because. Uh, del toro has gone ahead and proven that people are willing to take a chance on um a completely new franchise with roughly the same subject matter Mm -hmm. if they if uh peter jackson was able to pick up um evangelion it's already got such a huge fan base and it's already got such uh, a a massive following yes Uh, again he could do no wrong provided he didn't pull a you know Shyamalan and just (laughs) drive the actual source material into the ground he could if he made that movie he would immediately be vaulted to just some very lofty heights yes it would all be achieved by just piling the dollar bills he got and taking you know using them like a ladder <laughs> well yes and if i'm not mistaken i mean he's done a lot of stuff with monsters oh yeah you know yeah. and always i mean he did the uh, yeah pam's labyrinth and um yeah. Uh, yeah del toro yeah del toro yeah. you know so i mean there's nothing he can't go wrong what i really do like about del toro he always tries to build things mm-hmm. he's like can we do this with makeup can we do this with like a puppet can we yep. do this before he wants to go into cgi yeah. i mean i think he did wonderful with the hellboy movies oh uh do you oh man you can't even get me started on hellboy <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love hellboy oh so, yeah yeah um yeah i'm still waiting to see are we gonna get that final third movie oh, so. yeah well apparently not because uh guillermo del toro basically said uh i there was an article and basically it boiled down to i would like to do a third one but i don't think it's gonna happen oh man which just uh, it hurts me on such a fundamental level. <laughs> yeah, it does because those were really good movies. Yeah, so. they're serious. They're 
some of my favorite comics, some of my favorite movies. Ron Perlman is... Oh, yeah. And I love how he keeps putting him into movies. Yeah. With, in his thing, so it's yep. kind of like... Um, if I ever got a chance to work with Ron Perlman, I would keep that dude's number on speed dial. Oh, yeah, so... Um, hang out with him. So Well, you never know, maybe. Yeah. Del Toro. Yeah. <laughs> we know you're listening. Yep, exactly. All right. Whoever broke the news about the uh, Rodan, Mothra, and King Ghidorah being in the next movie, we know you're listening. Yes. <laughs> because you basically did exactly what we said. So, if you happen to know Del Toro or Ron Perlman, you know, shoot him our info. <laughs> yeah, shoot him our info. Tell him about us, codename Side Omega, and exactly. we'll get on that. So, so that's basically what happened at uh, San Diego Comic Con. Yep. I don't think I know there's a bunch of more Comic Cons coming out throughout the year. Uh, they're probably not going to release anything major at that time because San Diego Comic Con is pretty much what we're going to get. Uh, probably next year we might see some test footage. Yeah. Um, if things get leaked, which obviously they have uh, tendency to do at San Diego Comic Con. Yep. Um, so that's basically all the new Godzilla movies we have coming on right now. Um, I don't think there's anything too much. Uh, news-wise about the new movies. So uh, I guess we're, we were supposed to do our homework, but I don't think we did. Uh, we were talking about maybe talking about the very first old cartoon show by Hanna-Barbera of Godzilla and <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe picking out a few episodes, watching them, and then talking about did we think they did a great job of taking this character and bringing him into cartoons, or yeah. did they do a horrible idea before they brought him to cartoons? Yeah. Um, One of, uh, I was going to say, it's, I don't know how easy it would be to get our hands on it, but I do know for a while, I cannot remember who was doing the run, but uh, there was a Godzilla comic. Oh, um, IDW. Okay. It, uh, IDW is doing the Godzilla run, uh, Godzilla comic run. Yes. And I know it's weird because, I don't know, uh, when you there are certain franchises, when you say their name, you know people uh and you know they have a huge following mm. um if i said lord of the rings people know immediately even if they're not very big fans of everything that is uh lord of the rings they mm -hmm. still know the movies were huge and uh if i say star wars of course or star trek or there, there's just certain franchises in nerd culture that are massive and i never thought godzilla was one of those but apparently Godzilla has just a massive following. Yes. And I don't know. I always thought I was kind of alone on the whole love thing. But it's huge. And apparently I've been, uh, I was talking to a couple guys and they were telling me if I wanted to get some really cool Godzilla stories, uh, go to the comics. Yes, um, there was one they did that was supposed to be kind of almost like a prequel or maybe a little bit of side story to go along with the movie. Yeah. It was kind of okay, uh, released by IDW. Now, I don't know what's going on with IDW. They actually have not only the Godzilla franchise, but this is a comic company that just has like some of the franchises where it's just like, it's like we're, they just basically took our childhood and kept comics going. <laughs> they do the Transformers, they do yeah. G.I. Joe, uh, the My Little Pony. Uh, they did this huge mashup between all the Cartoon Network cartoons against the villains of Cartoon Network cartoons. <laughs> um, wow. They were even doing a crossover. Th yes, they actually have a crossover coming up in 
the end of oh in October because uh, mm-hmm. they also have the rights to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and nice. Ghostbusters and they're doing a crossover with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters <laughs> uh, because they did a crossover I guess before um, Transformer Con and uh, the the Pony Con or whatnot of yeah. Transformers with My Little Ponies. Wow. So I mean IDW is just like yeah we're just gonna take everything and put it together and do what we want to do. So uh, so then I would not be surprised if we see you know Godzilla, you see Godzilla yeah. fighting you know Optimus Prime. Yeah. At yep. some point coming yep. up, so uh, or probably Megatron, I should say, because mm-hmm. uh, he's technically a good guy. So yeah, yep. so um, so do you know any of the stories? Uh, um, again, it's all uh, kind of like I said, limited knowledge when it comes to comic things. I was always way into the movies. I mean, I know for a fact my mom just won't even deal with me when I start talking about <laughs> Godzilla anymore because she had to watch sit through those movies on repeat when I was a kid oh, all the time. Um, but I do, it is something I definitely want to start looking into because they were saying like, uh, there was a whole run where Godzilla is considered too dangerous to be kept on earth. Mm. And so they kick him out into space and he basically cruises around the cosmos for a while before (laughs) coming back to earth. And, and like, I guess there's like this whole crazy adventure that happens and I was just, curious as to what exactly that whole thing would entail <laughs> yeah i want to i want to check that out now because uh if you think about it, i want to know when that comic was released because they just yeah. they did that probably maybe three or four years ago with the incredible hulk where they're just all like, yeah. he's too dangerous for Earth. Let's send him into space. Is that like everyone's go-to thing? I, There's a monster of mass destruction. I don't want to deal with it. Let other people in the galaxy deal with this shit. Yep. I have no idea, but yes, I do know that it, it, it's a common <laughs> comic trope, I guess. And I just know that when the Hulk got jettisoned into space, I really like that series. Now I find out Godzilla was also in you space. Know, in space and... I just, the words Godzilla in space just excite the 10-year-old boy inside of me that's just like, oh, yeah, it's something in space, and it's Godzilla. I'm in. Well, there was even that one movie that was, I think, in the 2000 of uh, Godzilla franchise. It was, like, Space Godzilla, where, like, Godzilla's DNA went into the cosmos or something like that, and then, like, Space Godzilla comes down. He basically looked like Godzilla. He just had (laughs) these huge, like, crystals on his back or whatnot. Yep, yep, yep. So it doesn't surprise me. Um, I'm sure. All. I'm sure once they run the ideas into the ground with the new reboot of Godzilla, we probably will see Godzilla in space. I'll be like, ah, we yep. just we got nothing anymore. Yep. What do we do? But then there was the also was it uh, Godzilla versus Monster X movie? Yep. Where. The, <laughs> Which is like the weirdest concept ever. It's like him and Rodan are fighting, and yeah. then all of a sudden these aliens just pop out of nowhere like, oh, yeah, we got this monster. Do you mind if we borrow your yeah, monsters? And exactly. we're like, yeah, go right ahead. Like, yeah. when No do we, worries. I want to know when we get to a point in a, in the Godzilla universe, even with the new reboot. I want to know when it gets to the point of being like, I don't know. He wants to borrow our monster. Does he got a bunch of monsters of his own? Yep. Mm-hmm. I It would be very interesting to see, just because... Man, some of the old movies are just so out there. Oh yeah, I mean, again with the Mothra, like you said, with the uh, the twin, the two girls. Yeah, like if they tried to do that uh, now, nobody would take them seriously. And and it's weird because there's some things that are just so out there that will let people get away with. But mm. then sometimes there's other things where we're we're very skeptical. Uh, um, Okay, uh, you you saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. 
Okay. Massive spoiler alert. Do not listen past this point if you have not seen Guardians of the Galaxy. You've been warned. I swear on all that is holy, if I hear someone complain about spoilers, I'm going to find you and stab you through the internet. Yeah, I'll say this. Fast forward for about ten minutes. Gotcha. All right, now, um, in Guardians of the Galaxy, towards the end, Chris uh, Pratt, his character, Mm -hmm. Star-Lord, starts singing and dancing to distract the main bad... Uh, Ronan, yes. Ronan, Ronan, yeah, thank you. Um, so Ronan's got the in, uh, Infinity Crystal. He's about to slam his hammer down into the planet and then, you know, wipe all life out. All of a sudden, Star-Lord just is up in front of him singing and dancing to uh, Ooh Child. Yes. And he's just, like, going on and really into it. And Ronan's just looking at him like, what? Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, and then Starlord just like, oh, I'm distracting you, and then yeah, you I'm know. distracting you, dillweed. Yeah, and then makes a jump for it. So, singing and dancing to distract the villain in a movie that was very dark and very serious, it, totally okay. Yeah, it worked for it though. <laughs> yeah. It was just like yeah. so random. It was so weird and so random and just so out there, but it totally worked. But then you have um, another movie where. It's very campy and very kind of showy. I was just about to say, if you think about it from that aspect, like it worked for that movie. But if you were to have done that in an Iron Man movie, yeah. where Robert Downey Jr.'s character just started like doing that, everyone would be like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Like, yeah. You would have not accepted it. Yeah, and we have proof of that in Spider-Man. Yes. In the third Spider-Man movie, when Peter uh, Peter Parker gets the symbiote on him and it yeah, changes him, yeah, and he's like dancing down the street and like be carrying on, nobody bought that. It's essentially the same thing. Yes, dancing and acting like an idiot for two different reasons, but ultimately. One is Tobey Maguire dancing like an idiot on screen. The other one is Chris Pratt dancing like an idiot on screen. And it worked for one and didn't work for the other. And I'm really curious now that I've gotten on this train of thought, how Godzilla in like some of these movies, if we remade them, how well they would be received. That is true. If you were to try to remake, like, especially, uh, like, if you were to do, like, you did Godzilla and you added two new monsters we've never seen before. Yeah. Then if you were to do, like, the Godzilla sequel, Godzilla Raids Again, you probably could actually do that. But you would have to change the story a little bit because, obviously, Godzilla went back into the ocean. And technically, in Godzilla Raids Again, it's basically uh, Jet goes by and breaks the ice and then uh, unfreezes him and another monster. Yep. So you can kind of, you know, you could revamp the movie a little bit, but that movie, I think, would sell fine, because it's like, okay, Godzilla battling this monster. Valid. But you do Godzilla versus Mothra, great movie, but there's just some (laughs) stuff in that movie where you're just like, I mean, right off the bat, it's like, there's a giant egg. Let's all take pictures. This is our giant egg. I bought this giant egg. I before this giant egg. It's like, literally, 20 minutes of this guy telling a, a news reporter how he bought this egg. Yep. And it's just like, okay, and then the egg hatches, and you get the, uh, you know, uh, the caterpillars. Yep. And so on and so forth, but it's all like, but then just the part where they're in the hotel room, and you have these two little midget, like, yep. we are the guardians of Mothra! <laughs> yeah. Uh, right now, this day and age, like, I'll buy it. I'll watch it. I'm like, it's a campy movie, but I oh, love yeah. Godzilla. Yeah, definitely. Anybody watching this now would be like, fuck! this yeah. and would immediately get up and walk out of this movie yep. and i don't know it's so weird but it's something i really want to see now because 
it would it would be a total money sink because yes whoever's making it is making it purely for the og godzilla fans to go in and sit down and watch the revamp uh godzilla versus monster movie <laughs> so that i'm you know there really would have been mu- much profit in it but <laughs> you know all of us would be like oh my god they yeah. did it like, yeah. be like are you kidding me yep oh man but then you also have the problem with if you were to do that, hardcore Godzilla fans are like, yes. Yeah. New people are like, what the fuck is this? But if you redid it another way where you kind of push it towards the new Godzilla movies and how yep. they're going, us old school fans would be like, ah, uh, you left out all this great you know, stuff and things like that. So that's a big problem because you can either e- easily uh, offend the new Godzilla fans that you just got yep. or destroy everything that these <laughs> old school Godzilla fans were looking yeah. forward to. So. Well, and- and, and again, it it is one of those things. I will say, as someone who is uh, trying to get into that business and trying to kind of worm my way into the whole filmmaking thing, always go with new. Uh, new people are more willing to get invested in something. Uh, old fans, you always respect the old fans, and you let them know you love them. But if you have to make a decision where you're like, well, do I want to throw in some, you know, funny stuff for the old fans or do I want to go new? Always go new. And I think this new Godzilla definitely proved that. I mean, the little kid's uh, pet is named Mothra. Yes. And there are a couple of other kickbacks to the old series, but it's a completely new take on Godzilla. And I loved it. I mean, it's without a doubt... um, one of my favorite films, period. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as Godzilla goes, it's absolutely just the top. Yeah. Um, they really, really nailed what it, a good Godzilla movie can be. And I, I think this sequel will be even stronger because now they know, like, yes, we get it. Uh, humans play a very integral part in the whole Godzilla movie. But just cut like 45 minutes out of the soldiers running around. Like, we get it. Soldiers are good guys. They run around. They help fight the monsters. But at the end of the day, we're at a Godzilla movie to see Godzilla break something or break another creature. Well, I'll put it this way. If you're going to do a sequel and you want to have the human element, I understand that because obviously, same thing with Transformers. It's like, you got to give, whether or not we care. Like, to me, you could have done a 35 minutes of Transformer movie with just robots beating the crap out of each other. I would have been fine. Oh, yeah. Uh, But you have to give a backstory because you have to realize there's a bunch of people who don't know the franchise or it's like, I want to get started. But they're sitting here like, I can't relate to a robot that's from space that transforms into a truck I'm 75 years old um, I didn't even know why I made him sound like he was 8 though but yeah. uh, but I understand you have to get that human element now I say if you're going to do the Godzilla sequel and you want to have a human element to it I say you grab everybody who was in the first film and you build basically make the team the Godzilla kind of mobile team or some of that because uh, yeah. not only did they do that in the cartoon shows yep. but they also did that in one of the movies where they kind of like follow Godzilla around and see the destruction and things like that yeah. but I can understand like you know if it's basically with the military you know you got the boats and it's like obviously he's not going to attack the boat yeah. um, but you don't have to make it stupid where it's all like like especially in the Hanna-Barbera cartoon it's like oh no there's a monster and like a guy had a thing on his belt that's that he could hit and like some yeah. I'm like bull fucking shit yeah, man uh, oh are you kidding me I would do that for everything oh traffic's kind of bad I just hit that button Godzilla I need 
move this along, please? Thank you. Well, okay, yes. If I had a magic button that summoned Godzilla for me, oh, believe man. me, I think uh, <laughs> I would be I'd be the king of the world. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying, like, it kind of looks like it's like, what is he, Batman? It's like, let's put the Godzilla signal up, and he's all like, I gotta go. Yep, exactly. Uh, kind of thing. But I understand if they did something kind of like that, and then they're kind of, it's more of them, like, kind of tracking, like, other disturbances throughout yeah. the world, I think yep. would be a great idea. Where it's all like, oh, we're going to Hong Kong. There was, like, this huge crater that just opened up out of nowhere, and they kind of investigate and things like yep. that. And, of course, it's not like they have to summon Godzilla, but Godzilla's like, oh, I gotta kill this thing now because it's going to threaten, you know, whatever balance is going on. I think that, if they kind of maybe do something like that, because then you have the human element there. It's like there's a reason why they're there. Yeah. I mean, there was like some parts of that movie I'm all like, why are you here? Yep. Just yep. leave. Yeah. Everybody else left. Yeah. I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kind of thing. So, no. yeah, again, that like like we said, there's, there's about – 45 minutes of people in the new Godzilla movie that you can just get rid of. Like, they don't need... They, they're they not necessary. Yes. And they're basically there so people who aren't big into Godzilla can still have somebody that they like, that they like and mm -hmm. that they will cheer on for. Uh, yes. Cheer for. Well, um, that's what I'm saying. So if you do that with the sequel, you basically can grab, you know, uh, the... I'm going to screw his name in. Ken Wigan... Ken Wan, uh, Watanabe... Ken Watanabe, put him in the task force. Oh, you yeah, can even grab awesome. the guy who played Kick-Ass. Yep. Because he's obviously worked with the monster before. Yep. Uh, his uh, female assistant he had, a couple of the other military people who knew about the Godzilla instance of that. I mean, yep. you just kind of build a great team, you know, to do these kind of investigations. And I'm like, yep. you pretty much then, there's your human element. You don't yeah. have to worry about this whole, like, yeah. I got to call my wife and see if she's okay. It's like, she knows you're okay. Yeah. You're fucking on the Godzilla task force. <laughs> yep, exactly. And, and, it is one of those things where it's 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 a very they're going for emotional depth, yes. and I can appreciate that. But to me, it, it's it's a very shallow sort of pool that they're trying to dive into. Um, it, it, it's it's kind of annoying uh, in the sense that they will basically like, oh, this guy has a family, and yeah. now he's worried about his family, and Okay, here's Godzilla. But this guy and his family, yes. like, oh, man, look at his family. Like, they're grieving, and his yeah. wife's a nurse, so she's a good person. Yeah. all nurses are great. <laughs> yeah, that was... And, and his son is... Well, you know, his son's all innocent. Look at his son. Yeah. Like, he's watching things on TV. Oh, yeah, fa oh, Godzilla, um, he's fine. Uh, family! Yeah, and, family! <laughs> like, they just... Oh, my God. And they just... They took a stick and just beat you over the head. Yeah, basically towards the end. Like, so. I, granted, yes. If you throw the military into any movie nowadays, you're going to feel for the military because obviously all the shit that's happened oh, well, to yeah. the United States and military. Of course, that's not to say that it is not warranted, but it it's one of those things where there has to be at a certain point in um, films like these. I think there's a certain point once you get past it, you have to break with reality. Um, with Godzilla, it should have been very easy because as soon as Godzilla got on screen, reality has been broken. <laughs> you know, we're, yes. we're very clearly in like a fantasy world now. So after that, it should have been great if uh, Kick-Ass had just, you know, gone off, fought alongside Godzilla or near Godzilla, um, which... In the third act, I thought that was a very smart move on their part. Yes. Kick-Ass wasn't fighting against Godzilla or with Godzilla. They were just happened to they just happened to be in the exact same city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it worked. It worked very well. 
Yeah, so we'll we'll see. I mean, you can don't get me wrong. You can add a human element to like yeah. a monster film. Uh, you just gotta you know you just gotta make sure you don't like again Godzilla's top billing. It wasn't a weird army family featuring Godzilla. That wasn't yeah. the title of the movie. Yeah, so uh, exactly. it, it does happen. I will say this. Uh, we're going to close it out. Uh, we got some new info about San Diego Comic-Con. A little bit of ideas of what we feel should happen in the Godzilla franchise. Yes. Uh, but before we go, I did want to I did want to bring this up because I thought this was great. So apparently, do you know Rift Tracks? Um, I've heard of them. It's basically the guys who did Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah. Well, apparently they started a Kickstarter, and they wanted to basically make fun of the uh, Godzilla 1998 movie. <laughs> uh, looks like everyone bagged, uh, they backed it, and they were able to get their uh, goal selling starting, I believe, August 14th, and I think it's going to be for maybe three or four days. Yeah. Uh, you could go see this in a movie and watch them uh, basically make fun of the 1998 version of the Godzilla movie. I think it's going to be for three. Um, I think it's going to be for three days or some of that starting August 14th. But then even better, I just found out also in, on October 30th they'll be doing the same thing to Anaconda. Oh joy! So uh, <laughs> to be honest with you, as I haven't seen Godzilla 1998 since it was in theaters when I was in eighth grade. I was probably around 11 or 12 years old when I last saw that movie. So uh, I, I, you know what? I would probably go ahead and see this and see yep. what their commentary is on it. I yep. think it'd be pretty hilarious so Definitely. if you uh i believe our episode uh, will be released before yes it will be released if you're listening to this now it should be out or should be coming out so august 14th of 2014 so if you do want to yep. check out godzilla the 1998 version getting some uh ripped on by the great guys from mystery science theater 3000 uh yep. go ahead and check it out it is going to be in cinemas uh nationwide so go ahead and look forward to it um i would say we probably might keep the same question Okay. Um, maybe not. I uh, maybe I want to rephrase the question to uh, what would you like to see in the next Godzilla movie? Obviously, yeah. we were told three monsters. How would you like this to go down? Would you like it to be an all-out brawl? Would you like the monsters to team up? Would you like King Ghidorah just to wail on everybody? Yeah. Uh, let us know your thing on our next uh, monster question of the week. Uh, you have you know basically two weeks to answer this, pit, kids. And I yep. know we had listens. We had 627 listens. Yep. So yep. Uh, uh, no excuse. Yeah, let us know you're out there. Yeah, find us on Facebook. Go ahead, check us out at www.facebook.com. Code name CytoMegaCast. And also you can tweet us at CytoMega as well. Uh, Simon, do you have anything else to add? Where can they find you? If people uh, are looking for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're uh, looking for me, specifically me, go ahead and look up sinking ship prod sinking ship productions.com that's uh my website my personal website got a uh, few examples of my work on there if you need me for pretty much anything i'm available um if you want to find me on facebook it's simon Munoz. uh i forget the exact number that's at the end of that so you know just look up simon Munoz facebook you'll find me trust me oh um, fyi if you know simon in person and he has a Beard. When you look for him on Facebook, no beard in that yeah, picture. Scared the know, crap out of me because I'm, I'm all like, I think this is him, <laughs> but there's no beard. Yeah, I am so bad at Facebook. It's, it's all right. I I haven't worked at Pizza Hut for like two years, <laughs> and, it's still, and it still says I'm employed at Pizza Hut. So uh, I didn't even look know. at I didn't even look at your references. Nope, it's really bad. I suck uh, at social media. So. Find me. Trust me, though. If somebody hits me up with a question concerning Godzilla, I will 
definitely talk your ear off. Yeah, so go ahead and check us out on that. And uh, I think next week we're actually going to do our homework. Uh, maybe we'll go ahead and try to watch the original Godzilla film. Yes. Uh, we'll watch that, and then next week we'll talk about it, what we liked about it, what we don't like about it. Do we think it still holds up today? Or does it just have that nostalgic value yeah, to it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so again, if you want to follow me, check me out on Twitter at Stephen Mooney Jr. I'm also on the Instagram at S Mooney Jr. Sometimes I'll post some artwork, sometimes I won't. Maybe I'll just post stuff about my food. Who yeah, knows? That, that seems to be what that website was made for. Oh yeah, no. Instagram. Yep. More like Insta food you can't have. Yes. Uh, but again, <laughs> uh, like always, we may not be the king of the monsters. But we are the king of Monster Podcasts. Yep. All right, kids. Enjoy yourselves. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.